because they lost a nail, they lost a horseshoe. And because they lost a horseshoe, they lost the horse. And because they lost the horse, they lost the battle. And because they lost the battle, they lost the entire kingdom. All because they lost one single horseshoe nail. On August 22, 1485, King Richard III died in the Battle of Bosworth Field. This was one of the most important battles in British history as it marked the end of the dynasty of the House of York and the beginning of the Tudor dynasty. King Richard III lost the York dynasty when he lost his life. He lost his life when he lost his battle. He lost the battle when he lost his horse. And he lost his horse when his horse lost its horseshoe, and the horseshoe was lost because it lost its nail. In William Shakespeare's play, Richard III, King Richard shouts as he is dying, a horse, a horse, my kingdom lost for a single horse. This chapter in history shows us that sometimes very little things can have very large implications on us and on so many people around us. The life of Jesus was very much like that. Today we celebrate Jesus' death and glorious resurrection, which is the biggest event in human history. No one before Jesus, no anyone after him, has ever risen from the dead. However, prior to this very big event, there were many very little but very important steps that led to the death of Jesus. Before his crucifixion, the soldiers placed a crown of thorns on his head. They gave him a cross to carry. They nailed him to the cross and waited for him to die. They pierced his side and watched blood and water flow out. They placed him in a tomb. Then they covered the tomb and felt that they had won the, the battle with this so-called Messiah. The crown of thorns, the cross, the nails, the death, and the tomb, these were supposed to, to mark the end of the kingdom of Jesus. Even the followers of Jesus faced great doubts and may have proclaimed because of the nails the hands were lost because of the hands the body was lost because of the cross Jesus was lost and because of the tomb hope was lost all was definitely lost when they placed Jesus in that tomb however unlike King Richard III, who lost his life, lost his battle, and then lost his kingdom. Jesus lost his life, but in so doing, won the battle and won the kingdom because his death was the battle that inaugurated a very different kind of kingdom. Those who thought that the crown of thorns, the cross, the nails, the death, and the tomb were going to, to mark the end of Jesus' kingdom, forgot that Jesus had already told Pilate, my kingdom is not 
of this world. Jesus' death and resurrection is the only time in history that someone won the battle after he was killed in it. Usually when someone loses a battle, the other side is victorious. But Jesus was victorious in dying for the kingdom. In fact, he inaugurated the kingdom by dying and then, as we celebrate tonight, by gloriously rising. We do not mourn the loss of Christ. We do not mourn the death of Christ. We do not mourn the end of his earthly kingdom. Rather, we celebrate the victory that Christ won through his death and resurrection. St. Paul reminds us, if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are of all men the most to be pitied. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. That is why after 40 days of fasting, we can now all say, Christ is risen, truly risen. Al-Masih Qam. Christos Anesti. Christos Anesti. Today we remind ourselves that we are no longer afraid of death, but rather we laugh at death because with the victory that Jesus won, death is no longer the last word for those who believe in his glorious resurrection. We laugh at death, as did St. Paul when he said, when the perishable puts on the imperishable and the mortal puts on immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gave us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We need to take our celebrations a little further and ask ourselves, where is the victory of Jesus' resurrection in each and every one of our lives? We live that victory not by trying to win the big battles of being important in the eyes of people, or by trying to win the applause of those around us. Rather, we win the biggest victory of the biggest battle and inherit the eternal kingdom by doing the very little things for the love of God. We fasted for 40 days, but our fasting is not over. We can now have meat, dairy, and anything else we gave up. But now is the time to keep developing whatever spiritual victory you have won. If we have gained a sense of humility, then we need to continue to walk in that path. If we have had greater prayer moments, now is the time to rejoice in that victory and remain spiritual champions by setting aside a specific time each day and to read the Bible. We sometimes want to do great things in life to show how important and successful we are. However, during his life, Jesus showed us that the little things made a very big difference in his life and in the life 
of every single person he encounters. Mother Teresa said, God does not want us to do great things. God wants us to do little things with great love. There would be no joy in the resurrection had not Jesus done all the little things in his life. He healed the sick. He comforted the afflicted. He fed the hungry. He taught. He forgave sinners. And above all, Jesus was courageous and showed great compassion. It is important for us to read all these little stories in the Gospels to discover just how all the little things are, are very significant. For example, Jesus embarrassed those who wanted to stone the woman caught in adultery, and they all walked away. He then turned to her and said, Woman, why? Where, woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go and do not sin again. Read every single one of these stories with fresh eyes and notice the little steps that Jesus made to encounter people and to raise them up and to remind them that they are truly his beloved children. The joy of the resurrection reminds us that Jesus did not come to condemn us, but rather to, to walk with us and to strengthen us in the very little things in our life. All the little things that Jesus did prepared him and others for his death and resurrection. These showed that Jesus is a true and genuine leader because he knows how to serve in very little ways. A nail was a central part of the life of both Jesus and King Richard III. King Richard III lost the nail, that lost the shoes, that lost the horse, that lost the battle, that lost his kingdom. Jesus, on the other hand, accepted the nail, the cross, and the tomb that inaugurated a brand new kingdom. These were all little things that won a great victory, that won a great battle, and that won for every single one of us an eternal kingdom with him. We will keep building on the spiritual progress we made during these last 40 days by asking ourselves one very simple question. What are the little things that we will do today that will show that we are sons and daughters of Jesus' everlasting kingdom? Christ is risen. Al-Masih Kam. Christos Anesti. Christos Anesti.